Hello and welcome to the Rivals Podcast. What a week. What a week in the football world. For once, I think I might be the slightly happier of the two of us. Hello, Cambridge Arsenal fan. How are you? Hello. I'm, do you know what? I'm not as depressed as you probably think I am. No, um, and that's mainly, that is mainly thank, thanks to you. So, You're welcome. first of all, thank you. No problem. Honestly, anytime. Yeah. First of all, thank you. Um, yeah. It was it was an interesting interesting couple of days. What? A, firstly, what a weekend of Premier League fixtures! By the way, it was fantastic. It was the fantastic. whole thing was was mental. Um, before we get to any of the fixtures, I want to start with the news, which we don't normally do, but there's been some quite big news. Man City are in a right pickle. They're under investigation for a lot of things, like financial fair play and the way they've given them contracts out. Blah de, blah de, blah. And I think if they get found guilty, it's a pretty serious problem for them, as in point deduction, relegation, should it get that bad? It's all kicked uh, off. I feel like I feel like they're in a very similar position to like PSG and people like that. Like they're too they're too big a club to really fail. I mean, Juventus is obviously the biggest biggest case of this. Yeah. Um and is like the biggest example of what can potentially happen. Um but um but yeah, I, th- I mean, for our sake, I hope I hope it gets pretty serious. I mean, should anything happen, I don't think it will be this season. Like, I think this investigation has been going on for a few years, months already, months and years even already, and it will take them a lot longer. Yeah, but I mean, it's I don't know, I don't, I don't know anything about it, but I it's honestly, not good. honestly, I I really love them not to have anything done to them this season. Because I don't, I don't want any asterisk next yeah, to us. That's fair. If we win, because if we get to the end of the season and it, and people start going, you know, we lift the trophy and they're like, nah, well, you probably wouldn't have won if Man City hadn't got like that. I don't want that. I want us, I want us yeah. to win properly. Um, I don't want us to max for stab in it. Um, people, <laughs> people in the F1 world will understand what I'm saying. But yeah, but uh, but yeah, I don't want us to be have a little asterisk next to our, our latest Premier League win. Yeah, no, I know I know what you mean. I think the Max Verstappen example is a very good example, to be fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit of a shambles anyway. Um, but in some significantly less good news for everyone, um, there was a pretty big earthquake in Turkey in the surrounding areas. Um, and Formula, Formula, former Prem footballer who's played for Everton, Newcastle, Bournemouth, he's played for loads, uh, Christian Atsu. Is currently missing. Obviously, there's loads of people missing. He's just the biggest high-profile name, um, sort of reported to be stuck under the rubble. So fingers crossed for the best possible outcome. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's a horrible situation. Yeah, no, it's it's horrible. Yeah, as you said, hopefully, hopefully he's okay, and hopefully everyone else is is okay. So, uh, so yeah, I did see a, on social media a goalkeeper of a team that I've forgotten is. Um, has like packed his car and he's going to help and like all that kind of thing. So, you know, people will do their bit. The football yeah. community will do their bit to help, not just Christian Atsu, but, you know, everyone that's affected by it because no one likes to see stuff like this. Let's be real. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, anyway, moving on to the Premier League. Fulham Chelsea Junior Nil Friday night. Boring, not talking about it. <laughs> you were the early kickoff. Now, you were so adamant before this game that you were not going to crumble to Everton. <sighs> With all due right, I'm going to be completely honest because that's what we're about on this show is is honesty. Um, 
I, I said that during the podcast. You can go back and, and listen you to did. it. I, I did say it because um, I was completely adamant. Um, and then you kind of prompted me. You kind of said, well, you know, Sean Dyke, he just puts 11 men behind the ball. You know, it's a new, new manager, new club. You know, club's going to be hopeful. And I was like, I had to think about it. It kept me awake a little bit. <laughs> and then I thought, and then I went, he's probably, unfortunately, he's probably right. They're just going to stick 11 men behind the ball and hope for the best. And that's literally exactly what they did. <laughs> that is exactly what they did. Literally think- exactly what they did. They got a cheap, cheap header. I mean, it was a good header, to be honest. But to to lose, that is that is a painful one to lose. That is a very, very painful one to lose. Because yeah. we were significantly the better team. Significantly. But we were, but that's what Sean Dyche does. That's just how football is sometimes, unfortunately. It's just one of those things where, you know... If you stick eleven men on the ball, it's not gonna. It's gonna be very tough to score, and you know it was. Yeah, it was tough. So, so yeah. Hopefully, that's our little crumble out of the way. I mean, I said, I said before, you said like Sean Dyche won't put his stamp on it, and I was like, I don't know. I think he will. That the way Everton played is picture perfect. Sean Dyche football, and there's eleven behind the ball. The wing backs will double up defensively, and then they will just charge forwards when they have the ball. And that's exactly what they did, and they did it very well. They probably should, could, probably should have been two 0 up before they scored, and then I mean, yeah, yeah, Neil Boski uh, combo, of course, from the Burnley days, yeah. helping Sean Dyche once again. Um, I don't think you were that that good to be honest you dominated the ball but every everyone does against Sean Dyche but he's just he's a very good manager and the play I don't know though I don't then Burnley does it I don't know if he is a good manager though I don't I don't know what what that because he, he doesn't really he's I think he's tough to beat I don't know if he's like his style of play it's never going to win a, a title yeah but like yeah. Antonio Conte plays boring football but he is a pr- like we'll get to it in a bit but the way we played against City was boring we just sat back but it's it works he's won countless countless trophies and that's just Sean Dykes just less effectively that's a good TikTok clip right there Conte is pretty much Sean Dykes <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I meant Conte is pretty much Sean Dykes yeah absolutely yeah I agree not what I meant. I love the fact, though, that Jorginho came on in the, in the 59th minute oh! and you conceded in the 60th minute. You couldn't write it. You could not write it. Oh, honestly, I can't. I can't. I can't physically imagine because we literally, I, we said this the other week. We were, like, oh, we, were, we were scratching our heads thinking, why have we signed Jorginho? Why have we done that? Okay. All right. Maybe for Europa League, maybe for a little bit of experience in Europa. Cool. All right. Fine. Leave him for then. We don't have a problem in the midfield, so we don't need to fix it. We don't need to touch it. Leave it. They're doing fine. But for well, some reason, we played him and he was infinitely, almost immediately shit. Almost, almost immediately. He came on and was immediately bad. <laughs> immediately. So I don't understand. Hopefully Arteta has learned from his, from his, from his woes. I, I don't <laughs> This is the first time this season that the shoe's on the other foot and it's actually you getting angry at your team. Yeah. yeah it's actually it, quite funny. Well, no, not my team. Not my team. My team right. was fine. Yeah. yeah. And then, but Jorginho was the problem. Jorginho is the issue. 
I don't think signing him is an issue because you have to admit if Shaq or Aparte got injured at them or before you signed him, there was no one that could even nearly fill that void. This is just what I'm but afraid it, of. Though. It felt I'm like afraid. he took Partey off just to sort of go, oh, we'll play Jorginho to show we've got that option. Like, he took him off for the sake of it just yeah. to bring Jorginho on. I think he was. I don't think he was injured, was he? No. I don't remember him being... I don't think he was injured. And then we took Odegaard off. Why? Odegaard off for Vieira, you took Martinelli Why? off for Trossard, Ben White for Tommy Asu. They're all downgrades in your subs. I think he got his subs completely wrong. I mean, it was... He's done brilliantly all season, and I think a little managerial balls up was was due. So hopefully that is it out the way now, because we have two very tough games coming up. But we will get to them in a minute. Let's talk about your game, because your game rescued Oh, okay. it rested yeah. As soon as Everton won, by the way, the atmosphere at Goodison Park was fantastic from what I could see on TV. It looked brilliant. Um, as soon as Everton won, though, I was like, okay, I know winning is now going to benefit you. We have nothing to lose at this point. Like, we have nothing. Either City close the gap or we win. It's a win-win. Anyone that's saying they wanted to lose that game is stupid because what are you doing wanting your own club to lose a game? Um but yeah, obviously we played City. City have now been to our stadium five times, scored nothing, missed a pen and had a man sent off in their five visits. It's not a great record at the Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> Stadium for them. I don't know what it is about it, no. but they, they just lose the ability to, to football there, pretty much. <laughs> lose the ability to football, I like that. Um we set up, Conte was in Italy, still recovering from his operation. Obviously, we hope he's all good with that. He seemed okay. He called the dressing room after, blah, 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 blah. Um, so Christian Stellini was in the hot seat for that. <laughs> Who has now managed five games in his career when Conte's been gone and won all five. The man's a machine. He's pretty good. Three at Inter, two at Spurs as well. It's like, geez, fair play. That's, that's pretty good. Um, but we set up. We set up prime Conte. Conte wasn't there and we set up prime Conte. Defending solidly, we'll break on the counter. Son looks back to his old self, which was really good to see because, you know, you you like Son as well. Like, yeah. I love Son. And it's just nice to see him back at his old his old self. And, we, you know, we did what we needed to do. City made a horrendous error at the back, though. That It was inexcusable from them. Um, gifted the ball to Hoiberg, who did fantastically, to be fair, to get it out to Kane. And then Kane slotted it past Edison. We're not the cleanest shot in the world, but it went in the net. He won't care. And um, obviously that goal, 267 goals for Tottenham is a crazy, crazy number. Considering he didn't break into the first team until he was 21-22 consistently. And, you know, to get that record-breaking goal, to beat Jimmy Greaves as our all-time top scorer in a game at home against the reigning champions, and it proves to be the winner, he couldn't have dreamt for more. It could probably be maybe maybe a little bit closer to the end, maybe closer to the ninetieth minute. I maybe don't think he'll care. Maybe that's all he cared about. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the only thing that could improve it. The only thing that could have made made it sweeter, but I I don't think he'll mind. But even you, as a passionate Harry Kane hater, has to admit the man is world class. I was going to agree with you, then you said world class. So he uh, is. There is not a team in the world he doesn't get into. Arsenal. He Boom. does, mate. There we go. Unlucky. <laughs> I've just disproved your theory in less than half a second. He does. I have a question for you that I think I'll know the answer to because of the bias, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay, go on. If Kane breaks Shearer's record and goes on to score more than 300 goals in the Premier League, Shearer's record's 260, he will probably break the record. We don't know how far he'll go. 
should he break the record and go on to score more than 300, but doesn't win the Prem, is he considered one of the Premier League all-time greats? One of? Yeah. Like, if you were if you were doing, like, a, a Premier League 11 of the best players in the Prem, does he get in it? Because I would say if he's the top scorer in the league by a distance, no, no question he's in that, whether he's won it or not. But some people I was talking to were not agreeing with me. I'm going to say... That's a tough question. Hmm. That is a tough question. It is. Um, what I will say is, if if he gets an FA Cup and a Champions League and not a Prem, I don't care. He's definitely in it. I feel like... I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Because they effectively mean nothing. Not really. The goals effectively mean nothing. Because if he hasn't won anything, but scored 300 goals or more, then what, what is it, what's it for? What's it for? What's the point? Because he's got like qualification to the Champions League and stuff. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. No, I, I get, that, I get your point. Spartak, but... That Spartak team gets into Champions League every year. That's a bit different. Well, it doesn't mean anything. Fucking Luton would get in if they played in that league. It doesn't mean anything. Honestly, like with, withdrawing my hate of Harry Kane, if, if you score 300 goals but don't win anything, there is something seriously wrong. Like you, you have to win at least... It's the team around him. I can answer that one for you. But I don't know if you can say that. He walks into any Premier League team. He walks into any team in the world. There's not a team in the world he doesn't improve. The playmaking ability he's got, the shots, the... the why, isn't he, why isn't he improving his own team then? He is. Without him, which would be buggered. But why isn't he winning anything? That's 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 the key thing I'm trying to get to. Like Why, why isn't he winning anything? Because if you look at your Spurs team right now, there's no reason... You shouldn't have won things up to now. There's no reason at all. Well. Because you've been better than us in the past, 100%. In the last in the last decade, you've probably had the better team. Mm, I don't know about four, decade. Six six years out of the, the ten? The last six years. Mm, I don't even know if we've had a better team. We've just done better with them. Like, you look at the names, like Sissoko, Winks, Lacelso, Dyer. None just... of them are good players. We've got the best out of them, and Poch got the best out of them when Poch was a manager. I just think, I just think, if it, when you're talking really? about all-time scoring, you have to, you have to be winning. You have to win at least something, at least one thing, at least mm. bring your tri- argument. Just bring, just bring your team at an FA Cup, and yes, absolutely, he's in. But I'm in not going to fight too hard on it because I want to believe with my whole heart that he is going to win something with us, and it's not impossible at all. I... We're slowly building something. We're think... slowly building something. You can see with what we're doing and the signings we're getting and the way we're playing, we are slowly getting there. I don't think you'll win a Premier League, but I do think you will win an FA Cup or a League Cup before long. Or maybe maybe even with the names you have, maybe a Europa or something. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We don't know. Hopefully we'll still be doing the podcast next season, the season after, and then we can answer it. Yeah. But, we'll but who knows? Um, right, back to the Spurs game. I want to talk about Romero, who is just a, an unbelievable centre-back. Um, he put a challenge in on Haaland in the first half on the 26th minute, which was so late, 
I think he may as well have put it in in the second half. It was that late. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was so late. And he got a yellow card rightly for it. But it's then said to Haaland, like, I'm here, watch yourself. And Haaland didn't have a single touch in our box. He didn't have a single shot. Like, talk about shutting out the danger, man. I think that that yellow card is just, it's just said to Haaland, like, be watch your step, like, be careful. And it's messed with his head. So I think that was a yellow very much worth taking. Do you reckon, do you reckon that's the way to beat Haaland then? It's the way to beat City. Shut out oh, Haaland, you shut out the whole the whole team. I mean We did it. I don't it. know. I think I think you were very defensively good. I think you were well, I think you were pretty defensively flawless, to be honest. Yeah. I, I have to agree. Like to for the man that scored twenty plus goals this season yeah. already, to not have a touch in the box, let yeah. alone a shot in the game. Yeah, no mad. that no, it is impressive. It is definitely impressive. And to have you know, to have delivery men as well. That you know they can put the ball anywhere and still shut them out as well is is pretty impressive. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not going to take anything away from your right. from your win mainly because it helped us out. So <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm, I'm um, completely fine with praising Tottenham at the moment. I do have a couple more things I want to mention. So sorry. Um, Go for it. Romero's second yellow. I'm so, the more I watch it, it's I I when I first saw that I was like, oh yeah, get off, you idiot! Like stupid challenge. But the more you watch it, it's Grealish quite clearly seeing the leg and standing on the leg and then going over. I don't know if you can, or I can find it and we'll get it back and we'll watch a slow, let's, a slow mo. Let's see together. if we can get it, shall we? Romero, red because card. I totally get why the ref's booked him, but it's... Here we go. I've got it. Is it the second one? And there's like an angle from the front of yeah, both. Yeah, here he goes. Coming off. Ooh. Do you see what I mean? No, I see what you mean. Yeah, and it's like everyone's saying Stonewall yellow. Hang on, that's it, that's, it, that's, it. that's that's unfortunate. And it's like, yeah, you shouldn't put your leg there, but Greenwich just stamps on his leg. That's unfortunate. I think in yeah, for, for Romero, that's unfortunate because it's really unfortunate. To be honest, he's put himself in a position where he's he's put himself in a position where Jack Grealish can do that. Yeah. So there's no real like argument for that shouldn't have been a, a, a red card there's yeah no real, there's no real argument for it but that's what jack Grealish does unfortunately and yeah. he put himself in that position but i'm um, not too yeah. bothered because it was the second yellow so it's only a one game ban and the game's leicester so i'm not too fussed yeah but i don't know Grealish plays to get a foul let's be real if you're jack Grealish and you win a foul that's better than an assist for some weird reason <laughs> um but yeah no he does that he does that <sighs> right, here we go. Who have I criticised on this podcast more than anyone else on planet Earth? <sighs> Mr. Emerson Royale. That man <laughs> put in a world-class performance <laughs> against Manchester City, and I cannot use any other term. He was unbelievable. Offensively, he was fantastic. Defensively, he was so good. He absolutely had Grealish in his pocket. He made a couple of last-ditch goal-saving challenges. I don't know what it... Porro arrived. He was on the bench. I was fuming before the game. Every Spurs fan was. They were like, what are you doing? But the man honestly dropped the best performance I've ever seen from him in a Spurs shirt by a mile. I can't criticise him. He was so good. 
I mean, maybe Conte's brought him in just to like, brought Poro in just to say, look, <laughs> you've got someone that can replace you now. I don't get it. Every time he got the ball, I was just like, oh, he's going to, here we go, right? The streak will end. Yeah, good game, Emerson. Yeah. Now you're going to mess up. He just didn't. He was unbelievable. I'm so confused. I still can't <laughs> comprehend it. I'm still just baffled. No, it was it was a, a very very competent performance. Maybe we'll come on the podcast now. I think I'd just hug him through the screen. <laughs> Honestly, it's crazy, 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 crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of performances this season, that's up there with our best. If not, it's our best. I think it will be your best this season. Yeah, it was it was very very good. Um, the referee Andy Madley. I've said a lot about referees this on this podcast. Not so bad the second half, but the first half was horrendously bad. Like I've never seen anything like it, and I moan about refs a lot. But Jesus, that was next level. Um, but yeah, and the full time scenes with Kane getting all the record stuff, which I'm not going to go into too much because it will pain your ears. Um, but it was lovely. It was lovely to see. Um, and you know we're not out the top four race. We're not out. We're not out the race at all. Um, we're out the title race, probably. Let's be real. You're, but, um, you're, out, you're out the title race. I've got the I've got the uh, table up right now. Um, you're currently you're you've got a game. Everyone else has got a game in hand. So you're on twenty two games. Yeah, you've got two games in hand. Um, we've got two games in hand on you. Yeah, so we're we're well clear. Yeah, of you at this point. Um, yeah, I mean. Newcastle's dropped to fourth. They've, uh, they've and, looked and, a bit lost recently, Newcastle. Yeah. And uh, and Manu uh, are only two points above them. So, and that's, you know, you're on 39, Man United on 42. So you're, you're definitely, you're well within the reach of finishing third. Um, I think Man City and us are just starting to kind of separate ourselves. But, I mean, we'll see. I think at this point I'd be surprised if the top four isn't the Manchester clubs and the North London clubs. I think that's the favourite at the moment. But, you know, nothing's certain. I've always said Liverpool are still in it. I might need to change my mind on that one. Um, But but Chelsea are just, you know, two or three good results from putting themselves back up into it. I know they're far down the table, but, you know, they're not out of it with the amount of games left. I think Liverpool and Chelsea are done. Liverpool are, but I don't think Chelsea are. I think they're both done. Honestly, it's 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 embarrassing. Mm, okay, there's a lot of games left. We'll see. We'll see. Brighton can still go above us though if they win their games in hand as well. Um, I was relying on Bournemouth to do a job, which they did for so long, um, and then fluffed it right at the last minute. <laughs> um, but again, I don't know what it is with Bournemouth this season and decisions not going their way. But some of them are scandalous. Bournemouth had a penalty shout in that Brighton game. I don't know if you've seen it, probably not, because it was a 3pm. But it's if it's not a penalty, what is? I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. It was, it was awful. There was probably a foul from Brighton leading up to Brighton's goal as well. But they get no luck at all. Is Gary O'Neill the man? I don't know, other teams around them are taking action. Like Leeds today have sacked Jesse March. I mean... I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Leeds have sacked Matt Jesse Milch, but how how far is he behind? Really, how far how far is Gary O'Neill behind Jesse Marsh in terms of getting sacked? Um, I don't know. I don't know. He's not been there long. This is the thing. I mean, we'll see. Because I honestly, I th- I thought Jesse Marsh was doing okay for what that Leeds team has. I think they're a relegation side anyway. 
Um, so I'm not really sure what they were expecting from Jesse Marsh, unless he's fallen out with um, owners and management and other sorts. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll 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 see. It's we'll... a bit of a strange timing to to me because sacking anyone after a window anyway seems a bit weird. But you know, the players that Leeds are bought in and like sort of Western McKenney that kind of thing is quite clearly a Jesse Marsh signing with like yeah. the American link and stuff. And then you've got rid of Jesse Marsh. And it's like Aubameyang to Chelsea. It was clearly a Tuchel signing. And then you've got rid of Tuchel. And it's like, What's you know, yeah. it's, I don't know. It doesn't seem right, really. Um, anyway, positive note. Let's talk about Liverpool. 3-0. <laughs> let's, let's talk about Liverpool. 3-0 to Wolves. Wow. They lost to an animal. Oh, well, Wolves have been less an animal and more like a, I don't know. They're not wolves, are they? Really, they should be like hamsters or guinea pigs or or something. Something that's like non-threatening. <laughs> I've, never, non-threatening. I've never seen such a clear example of oh bugger! I've started an analogy and don't have an ending for oh, it. Oh yeah, no, In I, your I, face just now. I do that all the time. I do that all the time. Don't worry. <laughs> that was about. very funny. Um, but uh, but yeah, another disaster class uh, from Liverpool, which was which was very fun. I didn't watch this game, but I did. I did. I did get it through on the old. Uh, on the old foot, foot hub or whatever it's called, um, I, I don't know what it's called. Foot foot mob. Foot, foot mob. I think you've combined two websites there. I think I have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I'm trying to keep PG. All right, on this podcast. All right. So, sorry, sorry, listeners, about that. That's disgusting. For those of you who don't have your mind in the gutter, like Dan. What? Um, no, hang on a minute. It was a, uh, yeah, it was a disaster class from Liverpool. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, they were they were poor. They were really poor. And it's not even like Chelsea where they're having a bad season. They've tried to fix it. Like they haven't really strengthened. They just look lost. They look they just so look, lost. I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. And obviously, I'm not the qualified person to supply them with an answer. Um, because no one listens to me anyway, to be honest. But um, fair enough. But. Uh, I don't. I don't know what you do. Do you get rid of Klopp? Probably not. They they can't, can they? Like he's do part sell, of the furniture. Do you do you sell and and restart? Do you do you, do you try and base, you know, to try and get rid of Salah and bring someone else in? Or, I mean, there has been reports that he's going to go for around eighty million in that court sort of range. Um, I doubt. I, I mean, would you take him at this point? No, not Spurs. But if oh. you're if you're like a, I don't know, like a Real Madrid or a Barcelona, or would you have him? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's gone wrong with Salah. Like he took his four hundred grand a week and then said, "All right, that's me done." Yeah, um, that's retirement sorted. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's it's a weird one. It's a weird one. The whole team, like the the chances Nunez misses, Gakpo's done nothing since he's arrived. It's like Nunez is 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 trash. He's he's literal trash. He's so bad. How is James Milner becoming one of your most reliable players at the ripe old age of ninety four? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know how you do it. Mad. It is mad, and I don't. I don't know what is going on at that football club, but it no, is a either. mess. Me neither. Um, United won. Brentford won. Leicester won as well. That's a good game actually at Villa. Um, Newcastle, West Ham drew. Forest beat Leeds, which obviously has led to the subsequent sacking of Jesse Marsh. What a shame. What a shame. But um, but yeah, if we have a little look at the table, you're first still, obviously. Um, 
you don't, wanna, you don't want to mention that we're we're first with a game in hand and five points clear. You don't want to mention that bit. I'll mention that. Um, we're top of the table. Point. We're top of the table on fifty points. Uh, obviously, game in hand still, um, and uh, and we're five points clear. So uh, so yeah. Sorry, Dan. Sorry to interrupt. You're welcome. Um, oh, on Twitter, by the way, I saw some vile graphics, and they were made by the likes of Sky and like other big football pages. <laughs> Where it was like Arteta with his jumper on with his Spurs shirt underneath. And I was like, that is criminal. Sorry? It disgusted me and it was in my club's favour. Sorry? It was horrendous. What do you mean? Sky put a graphic out where it was like... I'm going on Sky right now. He wasn't actually wearing it. It was like a a drawn out thing. No, that's Sky F1. I don't want that. (laughs) Not Sky. (laughs) David Croft there with his West Ham top on. I don't don't want... I, I need to confirm this right now. Sky Sports Premier League. Isn't yeah, that it would probably be Sky Premier League. I, I don't know how far Next down. Manager Jesse Marsh. This is all today. That's okay. I should be getting there. Should be getting there. There, there you doing? go. I don't know how well if you can't find it. That's the Spurs. Quite clearly the Spurs shirt, and that's quite clearly Arteta with "Come on, you Spurs" behind him. That is vile. He's lost for words. It's a podcast. Please what? talk. <laughs> what fuckwit has put that up? <laughs> what are you doing? It, that's not the worst one. I saw a worse one, but I can't remember what page it was on. Um, Admin is an Arsenal fan. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> But like, even though that's like you know not against my team, that that's disgusting. You never see. put you never put him in. A, sorry, Arsenal captain now turned Arsenal manager. You never put him in a Spurs shirt ever. It was just because obviously it benefits you if we win, which we did. I'm gonna, I'm gonna print that photo out. I'm gonna save it, print it out, and burn it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is not a good graphic, and. No, it's it's not. It wasn't even against Tottenham. It was against Arsenal, and it hurt my eyes to see. It's like his aunt photoshopped an Arsenal shirt to Harry Kane. And yes, I know he used to play for the Arsenal academy. But if someone did that now, it would be that would be criminal. I want names. <laughs> I can't give you names. I'm afraid I don't know I who who the graphics team at Sky is. Whoever's listening, if if someone is listening from Sky, we want names. We want names of the graphic designer or the admin. That decided to post that and think it was a good idea. <laughs> oh, Dear me. Anyway, um, City is second, United a third, Newcastle is still fourth, Tottenham fifth, Brighton sixth, Brentford seventh, Fulham, Chelsea, Liverpool, Villa, Palace, Forest, Leicester, Wolves, West Ham, Leeds. And the relegation zone is Everton, Bournemouth, and Southampton. Did you see Nathan Jones's press conference recently? I did not. Where he was going on about how statistically he was one of the best in Europe at like free flowing football and stuff after Southampton had just lost, and it's like, what are you saying? That's a strange thing. Yeah, no, that's that's it weird. It's really strange. That's it weird. Made no sense to me at all. Um, but yeah, Bournemouth are in are in trouble. Leeds are in trouble. I would say it's probably going to be Bournemouth or Leeds that join Southampton. Uh, maybe Bournemouth and Leeds. I, I, I don't know. I, I can think, predict it. I reckon Southampton are gone. I think I think it will be both seaside clubs and Leeds. 
Oh, Brighton going down is a bold shout from you. Yeah, Brighton, Brighton, a catastrophic <laughs> fall. Where are they right now? They're sick with thirty-four. They can go, right, yeah. That would have to be that would have to be an absolute. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know the maths behind that. They'd have to lose every other game. They'd, they'd have to lose every game. I think. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mad. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. No. I meant. I meant Bournemouth. By the way, just to clear that. <laughs> um, yeah. Southampton and Bournemouth with Leeds joining them, I think, is probably the best shout. I think that's probably the best shout. I just can't bring myself to say it. Um, do you want to do next week's fixtures, or do you want to save them? I'll do next week's fixtures. Yeah, let's do it. Well, let's let's just concentrate on ours, shall we? I mean, because yours is yours is fairly simple. Uh, yeah, we got Leicester. Yours is yours is Leicester. Um, Leicester away though, which which I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that. I mean, it is Leicester. I mean, Leicester away last season was when we were two one down in ninety four minutes and fifty two seconds on the clock at ninety five minutes, and then we won. That's pretty good. That's pretty impressive. So no three two. I think I think you'll maybe probably comfortably win that one. Yeah. I hope um, so. No Romero, but who cares? I, We've got Emerson Royale. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you can play anywhere at this point. Genuinely though, like put him right centre back. I reckon he could do a job because he is good defensively, but just not offensively. So try him. It's only Leicester at the end of the day. Now that could haunt me horribly, but if there's a team to try it against, it is Leicester. Yeah, give him a go. Poro right wing back, Royale uh, right centre back. See what happens. Conte, if you're listening. Yeah. Um, now I'm not going to make the same mistake as last week. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I am worried about Brentford. Um, even though we are playing them at home, we're playing them at the Emirates. Um, I am quite afraid um, because of all the things Brentford have done to other big six clubs uh, this season. I think they uh, did. They beat. Am I right in saying they beat Man City? They did beat Man City, yeah, away at Man, Man City, City they as definitely, well. They've definitely beaten Liverpool. Yeah. Um, but who hasn't this year? To be honest with you. Um, <laughs> we haven't. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I am I am slightly afraid. Ivan Tony, he might have money on this game. Who knows? We 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 mm. have no idea. Um, Possible. When that man puts a bet on, he usually he usually follows through. <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, I mean it'll be it will it will be interesting. But I think we will squeeze it out. I think I think Arteta is going to kind of put a rocket, rocket, a rocket, um, rocket up our ass this week and make us recover from that Everton game. So yeah. I mean, for your sake, you need it. For for my sake, it would be really funny if you lost that. No, no, it wouldn't. Like, it wouldn't it be would funny. be really funny um, because if we lose that. I think our chances probably triple that we'll lose against Man City. This is this is why I feel like at the time that you played City in the FA Cup, I think it's a bigger game than you thought it was. Because I know you don't care about the FA Cup, but just to have that confidence in the squad of we've beaten City once, we can do it again. You're now going to go to City thinking, oh, bloody hell, we just lost here the other week. Well, that's got to do something. I I think these next two games will decide the title on which way the title swings. I honestly think because we've just lost to Everton, they've just lost to you. Whoever recovers from these next two games the best yeah. will ultimately will ultimately win. I think. Because Most, not a bad we, shout. We've got to play Brentford. They've got to play Aston Villa. Both kind of losable. I mean, we're both playing at home, both kind of losable, and then we've got to play each other. So for the first time as well, mm. um, and we're and we're playing away as well, which is going to be 
yeah, it's going to be tough. So we will we will see. I'm going to be on a bus back from London when that game is going on, which is going to be quite painful. But uh, but I'm going to going to try and try and live through it. The life of um, a commuting man. Um, yeah, they're huge. They're huge. There's no, there's no other way of putting it. I'd love. I would love you to lose. Um, but there is no what. There is no other way of putting it. Pardon? No shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's funny that. Um, other fixtures: West Ham, Chelsea, early kickoff. Bournemouth, Newcastle, late kickoff. Um, if Bournemouth don't win, they're pretty buggered. This is going to be the only game, probably in Premier League history, that the away manager is more popular than the home manager. <laughs> Eddie Howe at Bournemouth is going to be so much more popular than Gary O'Neill is right he, now. He's going to be very happy. He's going to be very welcomed. He's going to get a much bigger applause than Gary O'Neill. It's painful. It's painful. Mm. And I really like Gary O'Neill as well. And you know, if it just in case he's listening, I'm sorry, man. I love you, but <laughs> please, like, you don't, no, I do. You don't. That's the thing. You no, I do. I like him, but it's whether he's doing a good enough job. I've got to talk to the man every week. I have to like him, but he is genuinely really nice. Yeah, okay. All right, fair. Um, Leeds United, City, Villa, as you said. Um, and then it gets the Champions Leagues and stuff. So that will uh, that will get interesting. They're huge, but we'll talk about those next week when we've when we've re- reviewed the, the latest round of fixtures. Anything else that you wanted to say before we finish? No, that is it. That is everything. Cool beans. I don't have anything either. So um, yeah, just uh, can't wait to get that clip of you on TikTok. To be honest, that um, that Everton little shambles you had. Yeah. Well, yeah. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. Give us five stars and all that stuff. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week when hopefully I'm once again the happier of the two of us. But I'm not so sure about that. No, I don't think you will be. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>